conversations from yesterday with Julie and Gentile. We're rolling. Okay. Hi. There's a real Italian cadence to the way that you speak. Do you hear me? Yes. Sorry. Go, go, oh. go. No, I was just saying. Jeez, that, I was like, that, that's an awkward start. If she just like heard that and it bombed immediately. <laughs> That would have been sorry, awful. Sorry, that would have been such a bad start. But I realized, like, this Italian cadence idea that I've had. Also, is my audio clear? Yes, yours okay. is clear. Yeah. But uh, what I realized is that there's a real Italian cadence to the way people speak. And it's either um, super enunciated or you sound stoned. And I'm hoping that mine is the yeah. enunciated one and not yeah. the stoned one. Yeah. Because in the in the last episode I did, or I don't even know at this point, I, I was listening to it back on Spotify, and at two times speed, I sounded like I was talking at uh, one time speed. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I guess that's the stoned Italian <laughs> cadence. But like, oh, this is great. Every every like little one-liner zinger, it's working. This there is we terrific. go, perfect. Yeah, well, you know. We're doing everything remotely now and this kind of sucks, but you know. I know it's been a challenge and I honestly feel like people are getting to the point where they're feeling a little bit fatigued with all of the um, the video conferencing and online chatting. Yeah, but it's nice because at the same time, it's like I could just be wearing a shirt right now. People wouldn't know. I could have like, I could have like boxers on. I don't, but you know. You never know. It's true. It's what happened? Your upper half looks professional, right? Yeah. What happened? There was, it was Superman's kid. He went on like Good Morning America or something. Mm-hmm. And they caught, and they caught his leg slipping a bit, or you could see his inner thigh or something on the camera because yeah, he just wore I, a suit jacket. That's right. Yeah. I wonder how many of those people have been in business meetings and have been caught because that must be awkward. You know what? I feel like there's probably more than we're aware of because people are at home, right? And yeah. so they're more casual. And again, it's like, okay, well, they can only see my upper half. So let me just, you know, make sure my upper half looks okay, right? Yeah, that must have been, an, or for those people, that must be an awful HR email. Yeah, not like, a fun Like, hey, time. Gary, no, your inner thigh is hairy, you know? <laughs> maybe maybe chill up, chill out a bit. Put on some joggers. I don't know. <laughs> Strange hey, times we're living in. At least, at least he was wearing boxers and not a speedo. Let's be thankful. Yeah, yeah. He didn't go European on us, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's just strange times. You, you, you believe that like everyone's just shoulders up. Everyone's just floating, basically. It's true. Because all you, you only see me in this box. So as far as uh, people are concerned, I, I'm, I just have shoulders and this is it, you know? That's right. I know. I'm just a floating head with like these weird white lines going in the background. Yeah, we're just a bunch of talking heads. There used to be a group in the 80s. I don't know your your yeah, I, I, yeah. to remember the talking heads. So who's the, front, what... who's the front man of that band? Oh, I don't remember his name. Isn't oh. it David? No, is it David Byrne? Um, yes you know what i think so you're right yeah 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 it was david yeah i don't know i'm pretty sure he also does like acting or something oh probably you know what i don't know all those guys i don't know they they have you got to be multifaceted nowadays or oh absolutely i know know. it's true everybody seems like they're spreading themselves 
really thin and and some people I find are just stretching for things these days too it's just like yeah. what can I do to put myself out there well that was that whole I take responsibility video mm-hmm. I had a bit of a rant on did you see that I did yeah yeah that was funny same thing with the imagine video it's just now everyone is uh gets social credit points if they're an activist or a fake activist mm-hmm. I but know yeah. I know it's dumb I don't think Bed Bath & Beyond really cares about putting a statement out into the world about what's going on. And then- I, you know what? I feel like so much of it is, um, is so contrived. Yeah. It really is. Um, I just have to wonder about the genuineness of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's actually why I haven't spoken out too much about it. Like I have my thoughts on it, but I kind of keep them uh, to myself only because you don't know how things are going to be interpreted or... Yeah. everyone's a journalist nowadays i don't know Mm -hmm. so it's like you say one thing it's interpreted another and because somebody oops this word they looked it up on the chart then it must mean x and y and then you suck so and then the thing is you know what you can't i don't know i just find that you can't fault people for what happened hundreds of years ago either i mean you know what the actually was the family of um uh of the aunt jemima image from the from the syrup mm-hmm. that I think it's like the great, great, great grandson or something like that actually released a statement saying history, bad or good is still history and you can't erase it. Like, yes, mm-hmm. what that image on that jar of syrup stands for now is something really wrong, but it's part of their family history. Like that image does mean something to that family. And, you know, now to just have it obliterated and erased like that. I, yeah, I don't know. Also, as a 15-year-old, I don't know if I'm equipped to talk about serious issues in the world. I don't read that much. I don't research. Like, you know, I would just be sounding like Greta Thunberg. <laughs> Uh-oh, can't say that. Whatever. She's on CNN. Whatever. It's all I know. I know. It's all, that's the thing. It's like, if at that level, if it's corporate, it's just corporate. It's money. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not genuine. There's money involved. And once there's money involved, it, it, there's some interest somewhere. For sure. Yeah. For well, sure. I'm talking to a food blogger about serious political issues. Great way to start the show. <laughs> Completely not awkward at all. Not lacking <laughs> self-awareness. Just, yeah. It's all right. It's all good. Listen, it's, it's what's topical and trending right now. So that's totally yeah. fine. But I'm so happy to steer the conversation towards food if you so wish. Yeah, you know, I eat too much of it. Food, the thing. I don't know. I feel like you can go to a takeout store or takeout store, a restaurant. Now that's just a takeout place. Mm -hmm. But you can go to a restaurant, pick up like enough food to feed a village in the third world and then throw half of it away and not feel anything about it. I, you know what? It bothers me. I'm uh, like, even long before um, all of the quarantining began, I, I'm a huge advocate for um, the elimination of food waste because it really bothers me. Like as someone who spends a lot of time in the kitchen, um, as someone who grew up with sort of that sense of nothing goes to waste, that every, uh, every little scrap of food gets used because um, my parents, their upbringing was very, very different back in Italy. Um, you know, they, their belief was that everything got used, nothing got thrown out. Um, and so I've, I've been raised with that and I try very, very hard to, to continue that, um, you know, the, 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 the zero waste when it comes to what I'm doing in my kitchen and, um, 
to be quite honest, I, in what, it's been about three plus months now of quarantine. Um, I think really in all this time, I've only ordered out twice. Yeah, I don't know. I've, we've ordered out quite a bit. You know, it's just weird. I, it's not, it's the small things that you miss and the things you don't realize that you miss. I know somebody's probably said this a thousand times and I probably just sound annoying at this point, but it's like, this is not a good way to live. But also it's like, as the stuff I'm ordering, like takeout wise, and then mm-hmm. I throw it out, is it going to friggin' choke a sea turtle in the Pacific ocean or something? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I know. I know. It's uh, it, it's, it's a, it's a fine line right now with everything that's going on. Right. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And is there a need to like, repackage double package triple package bear paws so a toddler can be happy you're absolutely you gotta package right. it like four times i don't know i know again I know. serious issues but like yeah yeah very true very true. i don't know i'm mm-hmm. trying to stand out in the podcast space because every every ed and eddie has a podcast now I know it's true. I, you know yeah. what? I actually was on a conference this week. Um, it was called Collision, and um, Spotify. That's a the, weird name for a conference. I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> Collision. It was a marketing conference. It's called oh, Collision. marketing conference. You would think that the marketing people would be like Collision during these times. Uh, like, I know, right? What about but, Unite uh, or something? I know. I uh, but there was actually one of the topics was, uh, and it, I believe it was like the CEO of Spotify who was conducting the talk was talking about how how the popularity of podcasts is like really shot up now. And um, how people are like moving a lot of advertising dollars towards podcasts. Yeah, that's why it's better to jump on it now if you have an idea or something because you don't want to regret it, regret it when you're competing with every major media company putting out like 20 different podcasts and Apparently, instead of like making a TV show now, mm-hmm. what like small or what production studios would do is like give a small budget to a creator and then they'll turn that idea into a like a podcast series, mm-hmm. which is I've weird. I've been be- seeing a lot, yeah. Because like I kind of think of like the Opie and Anthony Howard Stern kind of style. That's kind of my approach, I could say, to mm-hmm. like podcasting something informal. Also, yep. maybe it's the ADD Gen Z in me because I like I can't like stay on one topic. Like if I had a top, if if this podcast was about like tech or tools or uh-huh. or, like, or food or anything, I I would be hating it by like the second episode. So in this, it gives me some freedom to just, you know. Yeah, you know what? It's great to keep it open and just uh, talk about whatever, you know, whatever you feel like talking about, whatever comes to your mind, whatever comes to your guest's mind, right? Can you give a little tease about the podcast that you're doing? Yeah, so I'm actually uh, partnering with another uh, food blogger um, who already runs a podcast of her own. Uh, She's had a pretty successful podcast for the last two years. And we have taken a... um, a bit of a different approach with this one uh, rather than it being like a, a half an hour to a 45 minute podcast. The aim is to have it uh, 15 minutes, just little bites of information um, yeah. and entertainment, little tips um, related to the food industry uh, snippets from artisans, from food makers, chefs, you know, anybody who's in the industry who's got a bit of a story to tell, but uh, is willing to tell it in a short amount of time. That's good. Yeah. I don't know. I go like, I try to go over an hour for mm-hmm. each thing. Hopefully I'm not holding you hostage over no, there. No, you're not. Like, oh, absolutely I, just, I gotta talk not. to this kid. What the 
He has already. He thinks he's cool with this friggin' colorful backdrop. I I don't have a backdrop. I love I'm your like, backdrop. It's so cool. I, I appreciate to- <laughs> it. I I was gonna change it. Actually, my mother borrowed my laptop, and I had and I couldn't like Zoom wasn't working, and she uh-huh. needed to borrow it for a workout class. So mm-hmm. the whole time I had like this she called it a psychedelic backdrop behind me and she was uh-huh. like oh that, that class was awful by the i want to throw up by the end of it i want to throw up by the end of it i don't know maybe she doesn't get it also it's maybe cool. it's like not it. it's not a good idea to look like you're floating in the cosmos in between doing burpees yeah probably but, not no, no. <laughs> i really dig that headset for people oh, watching you. who will be watching this on youtube because at the same t- it's like you're a business exec but it's also like somebody in the av club I was, I was going to yeah. say, I feel like I'm like a, an airline, uh, yeah. you know, pilot right now, mission control. <laughs> well, yeah, well, you know, somebody's got to fill up those pilot jobs or something, or maybe <laughs> keep that pilot spirit going because it's not, it's, I would not want to be an airline owner right now. Yeah, it's got to be tough. You know what? And uh, like, I know travel is starting to resume slowly, but I, I don't know. I'm still a little bit iffy about well, getting. Well, look at the U.S. right now. They're about to re shut down basically because i don't know they had like twenty seven thousand cases in either the past week or past couple of days wow that's crazy. so which is like 15 percent increase but also i got this off like nbc or something i don't even know they, they all sound the same it's all some dumb acronym with a blue icon in it yeah but yeah, yeah I know. so i don't know I like if it's that. legit or if it's fear based or something a lot i i honestly don't even know like what to follow anymore who to listen to uh, there's so many conflicting stories you know yeah. let's i mean i'm not even going to get into the whole uh bill gates vaccine scenario. yeah yeah <laughs> everybody's you know? favorite computer guy right now yeah yeah, yeah. so well, you know. it's it, there's so there's way too much information out there um you know, like yeah. even even today, I was just reading something about um, the masks, like people wearing masks, right? Like, yeah, uh, the mayor of Markham wants to make it mandatory for everyone to wear a mask. And then there is like people opposing it, saying that it's an infringement on their freedom. Yeah. Um, and that it, it they're, they're actually going to get more sick from having to wear a mask. So, you know, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's, I don't know. Some, there was like a a conference in florida or something like they did a town hall in florida and then this lady brought like faith and religion into it you're breaking down jesus's breathing systems and this is awful and stuff like that and there was this other lady who's like you want to cover our faces ah people are going back and forth and it's just like at the, at the end of the day you can't i i this is what i believe you can't force somebody anybody to do anything because that's true you know in a democracy you have freedom and once you chip away at that freedom it's very difficult if not impossible to bring that back so it's like Mm -hmm. if you it's the idea of risk you know if somebody some people suck you know now oh yeah that's like a given yeah some people suck some people mm-hmm. are sad. And I'm not shaming those anti-maskers or whatever you dumb name you gave yourself or whatever. Like, I'm not trying to spew propaganda here, but like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So I don't know. It's so again, like where, where do you draw the line? Right. It's like, who do you listen to? What information yeah. is correct? Right. I guess everybody has, yeah, the yeah. freedom to choose what they want to do if they want to wear it, if they don't want to wear it. Although I do have to say for those of us who are wearing a mask that, uh, you yeah. know, a lot of companies are really stepping up and making some great looking ones, at least. That they're yeah. almost like, 
Also, one thing that's kind of nice about the mask is that if you see somebody you don't like in public, you don't have to pretend like you do, so half of your face is covered. <laughs> you can just go incognito into a thing. But, like, I don't know. I heard in China they can, like, detect who a person is by their eyes. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's freaky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's kind of creepy. That, that uh, yeah. But, you know, if you don't have to see that person in public, just put on a mask and you can. I know. You know what? It's true. Because how many people will recognize you just, I mean, those are, I think people who know you well enough will recognize you from seeing your eyes. But otherwise, yeah. like, the, the average person. Be Especially like, if you did that buzz cut, that fresh buzz cut. <laughs> first of all, I was the first person to jump on that trend. Not to, like, brag, but right when this started, I'm like, I'm just going to shave my head. I'm not. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing. Like a friggin' Chia pet. I'm going to take care of something. Just, like, this emotional desire I have to, like, hold on to some form of normal life. At that point, I was like, screw it. Screw That's it. it. That's Who cares? Right. That's People smart. started baking, doing Everybody whatever. Everybody dealt with it in a different yeah, way. I everybody. did the... You some know what? People, it's funny, though, that you talk about the baking because I was actually a little bit ticked off in the beginning because yeah, I was like, like now you're crap, I've been trap. a baker. I know, right? Yeah. It's like, what the hell? I've been a That's baker baker appropriation life. or something. <laughs> I'm like, I can't get yeast, goddammit, because all these yeah. people decided that they're going to start baking bread when I've been baking it for years, you know? You should have so? tr- tried to go on Twitter and cancel baking. Oh, my God. Ruin it was crazy. Yeah. It was just crazy. I was just like, come on. I've been making, like, bread for years, you know, and uh, and all of a sudden now that I have more time to do it, I can't because everybody and their mother decided they're going to start to learn how to bake bread, which is fine. Like, don't get me yeah. wrong. I am I encourage people to But get at it the same time, the time, it's like, yeah. I know. I know. Do like, you there really was... need a red velvet cake on a Tuesday? And... You know? Like... I th- I found that in the beginning, mine was a lot more of that, uh, you know, a lot of like those comfort foods that you just yeah. didn't have time to make during the week, you know, mm-hmm. it was just like cabbage rolls and lasagna and like, you know, a bunch of stuff that really during the week you wouldn't normally have. Maybe if you were lucky on a weekend, if it wasn't too crazy busy, um, that I could spend a little bit of extra time in the kitchen, right? Like my girls asked me one day for um, arancini for rice balls. Mm. And I was like, yeah, okay, I can make them because I had time, right? Because it's normally a bit of a time-consuming process. You have to make yeah. the rice first, let it cool, et cetera, et cetera, right? And, um, and it was nice to just say, yeah, you know what? I can make rice balls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what's time? And when, I, when Monday's Tuesday, Tuesday's Wednesday, when it's all the same. It's all the same. It's all the it's same. All the same but... Here, I have a recipe for you. I, okay. This is called the Ghetto Sketchy um, Toaster Quesadilla, right? Oh. So okay. you get so you get two cheese strings, right? You know mm-hmm. the, the classic cheese strings. It yes. looks like straight up plastic when you take it out. You can probably beat someone up somebody up with it <laughs> if they come up on you. Something uh-huh. like that. And then you take that plasticky cheese string, right? You get a you get a regular wrap, you know? And then you start peeling away at both of those tortillas or uh-huh. tortillas. I can't even talk. Those cheese the strings. Cheese the thing that can choke a turtle. And then you <laughs> flip that quesadilla over. Or not quesadilla. Jeez, I can't talk. But you flip it in half and then you like uh-huh. try to pound it down so the cheese doesn't get into the toaster. Mm-hmm. And then and then with that half already, you fold it on either flaps, right? Uh-huh. So then you have this nice little cheesy bread square. And uh-huh. you just put it in the toaster, you press down, and you're good. Oh my god, that's amazing. I'm gonna have to try that. <laughs> yeah, you know. Maybe it's not a good idea to eat them all the time, but well, that sounds interesting, though. Well, yeah, because you've created the pocket, right? And the toaster would be the interesting. Could be a synonym for a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna, you know what, Julian? I'm gonna have to try it just because I want to yeah. test it out now and see. Yeah, I don't know. 
And I didn't come up with it. I saw it on TikTok or something, one of those cesspool oh. social media uh, apps. Yes, yes, yes. That yeah. and the Dalgona coffee. Did you get on that trend? <laughs> no, what's that? So uh, apparently it's this Korean coffee that went like extremely viral. It's it's actually been coined now the quarantine coffee because everybody started making it. Um, some Korean actor did it on TikTok and it went crazy viral. So it's basically instant coffee, hot water and sugar. And you sit there and you whip it until you get like this coffee cream almost. And um, you just like spoon it over um, either hot or cold milk. And it just like kind of sits, it, it, it's like this really nice kind of coffee foam that sits on top and flavors your milk for you. So it was like hmm. this big. Not a big coffee big, guy. I'm yeah. not a big coffee guy. I don't know. I haven't hit so, that wave yet. Maybe I'll need like a, a corporate job or something and then I'll like, or have to go back know, to school. I you're still young. Because I've been sleeping in until 11. So maybe yeah, so once go, my no body has to reset, then I'll have to rejolt. That's the thing with caffeine. Uh, you know it just becomes addicting. Mm-hmm. So it's like I... I it is. It's an addiction. Just, yeah. It's just, how is it's it different addiction. than anything else? It just doesn't get no, you it's true. drunk or high, basically. It's another No, you unhealthy. know what? It's true. It, um, and you notice it because I, I, there, has, there have been occasions where I've tried to give up caffeine for a while, whether it's for... Sorry, Jenny. I'm not, not engaged in this conversation. I'm not, no, no. not in, in double negatives. Weird. I'm engaged <laughs> in the conversation. I'm just stretching. Sorry. No worries, Julian. Stretch away. Yeah. But uh, no, I was saying that it's true when you say that it's a, it's a, it's an addiction. It's like a drug because you know, like I, I've, I've had uh, to withdraw from caffeine from time yeah, to time. Yeah, you start scratching you on your neck. You do, it's like, oh my god, the headaches and like all of it, right? So you know, start it is. asking your friends if you've seen the coffee dealer <laughs> or something. Do you have espresso? I need yeah. espresso. Yeah. What's the new strain? Is it espresso? Is it cappuccino? What's going on? Decaf? You got the decaf? Oh God, never. Decaf, yeah. never. I don't know. I would have to be in really dire straits to ask for a decaf. Yeah. But then you see people buying like $7 coffee at Starbucks or something, which is just, have you ever been down, gone downtown and just seen like three Starbucks in the same like two block radius or something stupid it's like insane. that? It's insane. I it's can't just, even believe it. It's honestly like, like the death of coffee culture at that point you know you think it's coming from seattle it's this harmless thing but then boom it's just this swamp of coffee and fake joy and baristas that can't get your name right i know right it's like oh my god i can't even tell you how many times i've had like my name misspelled on one of those cups and then shocked me was when they decided they were gonna they were gonna open one in rome italy and i was like what you're going to the mecca of coffee like yeah that's that's no yeah that one was uh that's that just like, for me. just like you need competition, you know, mm-hmm. it's just, you need, uh, but at the same time, it's like, they're the Amazon of coffee. You know, you can get, you can get a passion tea lemonade and you can also get a cookie and you can also get, um, I don't know, something that'll make you happy. I don't know. It's true. No, it's true. You know you what? Get an uh, Oreo yeah, they have crumb every- sugar coma drink that. <laughs> That unicorn, do you remember last summer that you Yeah, that friggin' elephant tranquilizer in a cup. It was like yeah. diabetes in a cup. Never mind. Yeah. Like the sugar content in there was ridiculous. I was yeah, like, that's are people to really drinking this? Incapacitate an elephant. Yeah. And two jaguars. Nuts, nuts, nuts. Yeah. Oh my I don't God. know. And, and the secret menu I find fascinating. That Yeah, secret yeah. menus. There's a lot of secret menus in like all fast food chains. It's true. I you know what? And it's a, for me, it was like a recent discovery. I was like, really? They have a secret menu? So like you can go and ask for these like random things that aren't on the menu and they'll produce it for you. Yeah, I guess. But that's like any business. It's like, can you do this for me? I'll pay yeah, you. And I yeah, know. show me the money and I'll do it. I, my voice is cracked. 
show me the money and I'll do it. That's any business though. It's just because they have multiple chains doesn't stop that. It's true. McDonald's, I like you can order this thing. I think it's called a Monster Mac. It's like eight patties and a bun. Oh my god. Yeah, you know, some poor cow got slaughtered so somebody could eat half a Monster Mac. That's insane. That's yeah. insane. Oh my god. Healthy but you know, eating habits all around. Uh, so I was in Italy earlier this year, pre-COVID. Oh, stop flexing. <laughs> and McDonald's was like crazy gourmet. Like they actually have like some some of Italy's most renowned chefs creating sandwiches from McDonald's. Yeah, but over here we're satisfied with anything. Just give me three burgers and I'll be good. Meanwhile, over there they and, probably yeah. want like a a fine sandwich and like a palate cleanser drink. Meanwhile, here we're like, oh, I'll take a large friggin' Mountain Dew. That'll I don't know. Don't get me wrong. I like Mountain Dew, but <laughs> listen, I like I like my McDonald's too from time to time. I'm not gonna lie; those fries are still hands down my favorite. But also, it's like in in those countries, they still have like their their defined culture intact. So it's like they can't just come to a, an area bringing that Western food or whatever, and then just destroying things. No, so it's, it's true. Like, over here, we're kind of a melting pot, you know, so we'll have a burger, but you can also get a, an apple pie that's gross. And mm-hmm. yeah, I guess over there, they have to be a little more, more cautious and their standards are higher. Here, we have it too easy. So we're just going to be, oh, I'll take a You burger. know what? It's true. It, it's very, very true because they, we, the, especially in Europe, there is a, there is a much higher standard, I find, for food, um, like food, food, like the, what do they call it? Like the controls that they have in place um in terms yeah. of the quality of food and the way food is handled too like it's just um like here for example i know uh like i've you know th- like we've we've seen it where like you go to the grocery store and you pick something yeah and you have a steroid fire. strawberry yeah no, no no but like even like you get something and it's like oh. already expired still yeah. on the shelf right past That's, its expiration yeah. date because nobody's checking that would never happen in italy for example yeah. because they're like on top of it it's it's off the shelf like the day before it's even yeah set to- or so, we'll have GMOs in our food that'll make a kid hit puberty at eight or something. Yeah, yeah, I know. I've heard some stories. It's not nice. So. But I guess at the same time, it's like food and our grocery stores or healthcare and all this other infrastructure. It's like you got to weigh the balance. Mm-hmm. Weigh the balance. Is that a? I don't know. It's just <laughs> some like quarantine lingo of four months of just no discipline whatsoever and just it's, trying uh, to string sentences together that are somewhat cohesive. <laughs> I think you're doing a pretty good job considering. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I, I'm trying not to, I, I, you have to be self-aware because everybody thinks their poop doesn't smell nowadays, but it's like, Oh my God, I know. You have to humble yourself in a bit. I think so too. I think so too. Yeah. I've, I've noticed it a lot in my industry too with, uh, with the, um, the quote unquote uh, influencers on social media. Uh, um, that's a term I really can't stand. Influencer? And, uh, what are you influencing? Somebody to buy? Yeah, bottom. exactly. I don't get, you know what? And I actually take offense when somebody calls me that. I, I don't think of myself as an influencer. Well, I called you a food blogger. So that, yes. that might have been a Yeah, bit thank rough. you. I'm sorry. I, appre- yeah. I apologize. No, no. That is, is that a, like, that is more, that is more the term. No, or no, no. Offensive. Not also, at all. not to parody, parody microaggression. I don't want problems. <laughs> I'm just trying to talk. I'm a goon with the mic. Leave me alone. Just leave me alone. Yeah, I just you know what I'm not a fan of the term because like you said, what am I trying to influence? Yeah. I'm not. I'm just putting out. You're not a political lobbyist. You're just doing your thing and having. That's a good it. Time. I'm doing my thing. Listen, if I inspire somebody to get into the kitchen, that's great. But yeah. that's not. 
with you know, influence it's like we've dumbed down the term influence influence used to be oh you know lobbyists this and that influence in a political group protest this and that now it's like uh you post a photo on instagram and you're a social media influencer yeah or the best is when i see people with like a thousand followers have public figure what are you the figure of <laughs> figure of friggin' lame people that's what you are oh my god i'm being very aggressive you like, know what you know what i find very very interesting because uh you know as um as, as I'm a mother as well, I, I, I hear what children, like what their ambitions are these days. And they like, when yeah, I hear like, they, they want to be a vlogger or a YouTuber. That's a made up word. Well, but, so is podcaster basically. So but like, I'm like, oh my God, really? Like that's your ambition in life. You want to be on YouTube? Like, but also it's like, what if they're doing something good on YouTube? It's if like, they are, then fine. But most yeah. of these people are like unwrapping toys and. Yeah. But it's like, some of this there's like this one kid that made his parents 20 million dollars my brother's like oh he made 20 million dollars it's like no his parents took 99 percent of that he got one percent ah, here's a freaking toy jimmy yeah there you, you go, don't have right? to unbox on camera yeah i don't it's know crazy. but at the same time it's like who are we to judge what somebody else wants to do i know because it's true like, i just whole, find like i don't know when i you know, not to sound like, oh, the typical adult when I was a kid, when I was growing up. But I mean, I had ambitions of being like a doctor, a lawyer, like, you know. (laughs) Now it's just like, I want to, I want to be review tissue boxes. I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah. But you know, I, I, I do a podcast where I talk about nothing or there's no specific topic in mind. So it's like, who am I to say at the end of the day? That's another Uh, thing. It's like everybody's poop smells, you know? It's true. Yeah. It's true. So I don't know. It's just we're in a whole different phase of like jobs and resources and things like that. People change jobs five times in a career or whatever the mm-hmm. crazy stuff yeah. in a career. There's no Yeah. There's no structure anymore. It's just like Yeah. If I feel and certainly passionate no longevity. I, yeah. I think I mentioned it in a past episode, but like there's a certain endearing quality to people who are selfish like ambition wise but are Mm -hmm. still kind because it's like if you look at like really um impactful and successful people across like sports business whatever there's an element of selfishness to that Mm -hmm. yeah it's just an interesting philosophy to live life by i think i think so too i I, you know what and like and those those individuals like the ones that you're talking about right now where they where they still have that sort of inherent kindness um I think are the ones that resonate the most. Like I, I had the opportunity. um, I think we're going back about 10 years now, if not more, I used to work with free the children. Yeah. um, And I actually got to meet Sir Richard Branson. And that was honestly one of the highlights of my life. Like not just my career, but my life. Cause I I think he's a phenomenal um, businessman, but he's also a phenomenal human being in terms of the way he, um, he goes about his day-to-day, you know, and the way mm-hmm. he manages the company, right? Yeah. I don't know. He seems interesting. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know enough about the guy. Actually, I think I talked about him in a speech I did in elementary school because he had dyslexia and he was homeless in the Bahamas, I think. And now he's, he owns uh, a major or yeah, I don't know if he's retired like, at this point. Yeah. Well, I mean, whatever. He's got, you know, he he, he could be retired on his When you're worth $5 billion, <laughs> you can say what you're whatever. You can, Exactly. Exactly. I'm a professional. Yeah. I'm a professional friggin' mouse holder. <laughs> I don't know. You can say whatever. Professional beach bum. I wouldn't you mind can that. Pay title. people to 
say what your job is. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's just, Somebody come up with a job title for yes, me, <laughs> for Richard Branson. Profession, professional money giver away There you go. Yeah. Or philanthropist. <laughs> yeah. It's just, we're in a whole different era. Things are weird with the test subjects for things mm-hmm. and social media and all this stuff. And now you see there's widespread mental health, this and that and everybody everybody's got something to say even though it might have been repeated eight times they have to get it out there oh i know that's the thing and all of a sudden everybody's like uh an expert on the topic yeah i'm not an expert in anything if you think i'm an expert in something (laughs) go read a book you know i know but you know what even me i've been like doing the like i've been food blogging for 11 years believe Mm -hmm. it or not and um i still don't say i'm an expert like listen there's i'm always learning every single day yeah um, and I feel that there's always room to grow. There's always room to improve. Um, I'm constantly trying to like upgrade my own skills, you know, like, especially in trying to navigate this whole like online universe with social media yeah. and, you know, um, so in my, in my mind, there's always, there's always something you can learn. And I don't think you're ever fully an expert on anything. But I also feel as though experts don't say they're experts and they always leave the possibility of like, that they don't know anything and that I feel like information can humble a person Mm -hmm. just because the more, you know, the less, you know, and that like, there's so much out there and and you've only reached the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. 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 So it's like people who say they're experts or marketing geniuses on Instagram or whatever, six successful ways or six proper ways to get rich or some nonsense. It's just, you have to trust people who aren't, you can't trust people who aren't authentic yeah i think so too that's my uh that's my my belief as well like you know every every time i'm i put myself out there i try to be my most authentic self um you know yeah i just again i stick to what i know Um, i don't try to venture off into something that is just beyond me for the sake of you know trying to gain an extra thousand followers or whatever the case may be right yeah and also like being authentic in terms of like brand deals and things that you're trying to get. It's like, it's like I, whenever I think of integrity and, and being authentic to who you are, I think of Dave Chappelle when he was offered the 50 million at comedy central to keep mm-hmm. his um, Chappelle uh, sketch show there, but he just left and went to South Africa. Yeah. And it's just like, I, I don't, I rather keep my integrity rather than have a $50 million uh, stash, you know? Yeah. Like, oh yeah. No. And, and you have to, yeah, you definitely have to admire people like that. You know, that's. Yeah. Like I, I'm trying to maybe not have sponsors, especially that I'm like small and I just want to grow and I don't want to be like inauthentic and just do this for the money because who cares at this point, but it's like, Oh, there's people getting an audible deal. But if, if I, if P or there's people getting an audible uh, sponsorship, Mm-hmm. But oh, I get money. But then if I do that, I can't trash talk Jeff Bezos. So it's like, I know, yeah, yeah I can't trash talk uh, the really human to... hemorrhoid, and that would not be fun. <laughs> it's like pros and cons to this. Yeah, yeah, you know what? It's true. It becomes it becomes a whole other you know um, set of waters to navigate, right? Like you, you know, you 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 what you say and your your creativity and your freedom is is somewhat um, stifled. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever encountered like people trying to do collabs or businesses or even working for a company and things like that. You're just kind of 
put in like an ideological or creative prison sometimes. Yeah. I, yeah. You know what? I've been, I've been a quote unquote victim to that. Um, you know, like where you, yeah, your creativity gets stifled. Um, yeah. but I found that I didn't last there very long. Like, you know, yeah. like I was in a, I was in a position where, um, everything was so like micromanaged and, and mm. like my, my skills didn't get a chance to shine, you know? And I, I said to myself, I can't do this. Like, this is not, I don't care what my paycheck is at the end of the day. I'm not happy yeah. doing this. Like I'm not being creative and that was what, like, you know, that's what I enjoy. Right. So I, yeah. uh, you know, I, I just said goodbye and, and left and, and moved on to somewhere else. Right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, same is true with my blog, right? Like I get, you know, PR companies will pitch stuff to me all the time. I, I don't even look at it if it has not, if it has nothing to do with who I am, like, yeah, you know, I'm like, thanks, but no thanks. Like I can't, I'm not going to just start peddling something that is not true to me for a paycheck. Yeah. What I was thinking of doing is instead of doing sponsorships, I do shout outs or something like mm -hmm. that, which is like a different spin on that, which in which yeah. I don't get any money, but I'll like, if somebody, if a friend I have has a new song that's coming mm -hmm. out or if they're working on a project or if they have a small business or a little initiative that they're doing, I just say that. And like, that's kind of um, maybe a way to make it more formal, but also like just something cool to do. Yeah. You know what? And that's great. Like it, it and it's nice. I feel like people have gotten away from doing that, like yeah. authentic shout out or authentic mm -hmm. plug. Like I still, you know what? I still now will, will say like when I love something, I mm -hmm. talk about it. And the first thing I'll say is, Oh, this is, you know, which is kind of stupid that I even have to say it, but that's yeah. the world we live in now. But I'll say, this is totally, you must be a pawn for that company <laughs> you yeah. know so i feel like i have to you know like You're i have to justify it i'm like yeah. you know what this is not sponsored in any way like you know xyz company is not paying me to say this yeah. i'm just sharing it because i enjoy it it's a product mm -hmm. i like or it's a you know it's a tool that i use or whatever the case may be right um and then i just find that you know, there's so much of what is sponsored mm -hmm. that it's hard to like, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if somebody's telling me that they really like something because they like it anymore or mm -hmm. because they're getting paid to say that they like yeah. it. Yeah. There's this energy drink company that's like, they just hire a bunch of like Instagram models and they get all of them. And then I'm sure they pay them a ton of money just to like hold their energy drink. I'm not even going to say the energy drink's name but you probably yeah. know what it is if you're listening to this, but they just get models to hold up the drink. And then apparently it's popular, but at the same time, it's like just lose credibility. Right. I feel like credibility is a big thing that, that a lot of people don't care about because if those dollars keep coming in, then you can kind of wipe those tears away, you know, with those thick dollar bills, whatever <laughs> coins in Canada, <laughs> trying to pander to as many people as possible here. Yeah. But it's just people, People are fake and we live in an age that kind of glorifies people who are fake or puts them up on a pedestal. And then Sadly. if one person's successful off of that fake strategy, then you're going to get eight people spawned off doing that same thing. I know. I, I know. feel like my grammar has been brutal. <laughs> you're fine. Don't worry. Don't overthink it. Yeah. Yeah. What recipes have you been like working on to stay sane? In, in these four walls we call a home. You know what? I have actually been uh, trying out a lot of things that, you know, I never had time to try before or like new things. Like I made sushi. Ah. Um, I, 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 I've had 
I've owned sushi mats for at least five years now. Yeah. I, uh, for know? some people, it's just like a doormat. It's like, I was going to use right? this, but so I was like, for my I dog. Just, somebody gifted it to me. I have the whole set. Like I've got everything, like the mats, mm-hmm. the little, the, the sauce bowls, the chop, like really nice chopsticks, like the whole nine yards. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's been sitting on a shelf for at least five years, if not more. Yeah. And, uh, and now I was like, you know what? I'm going to finally learn how to make some sushi. And mm-hmm. so I did. <laughs> was it good? It was. It was actually really good. I was, yeah. I was surprised with, uh, I was surprised with how, how good it turned out. Right. Um, so that was one thing. And then just like, you know, like, because I'm Italian, so. No. Um, <laughs> going back to if the start I, yeah. of the conversation. But I, um, I tend to do a lot of what is very specific to the Southern Italian region where my family's from, which is Calabria, right? Because that's what I know. That's the way I was raised. Um, and so I've taken this time to explore a lot of the other regional recipes that I've always wanted to try. Um, so that's what I've been kind of trying to do. And then again, I like, I don't like to pigeonhole myself, although my, my shtick is primarily Italian. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is what my blog is about. Like my food stories um, that I was, you know, born and raised with these recipes, whatever, but I'm a food lover through and through. So I like to experiment with other food, uh, food cultures. So I've made some, uh, like I made uh, chicken tikka masala, you know, I made some Indian, I made the sushi. Uh, I ventured into some Greek stuff. Like I've always wanted to make baklava. So I did that. That's cultural um, appropriation. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, just playing. I'm just playing. I'm being dumb now. But uh, yeah. No, but you know, like, cause I just love, I just love food in general and I love flavors and I love trying new flavors and trying new things. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I was a big, I still am a big fan of Anthony Bourdain and I loved his philosophy yeah. about, you know, going, going somewhere and really experiencing everything that there is to experience about that culture. That's a crazy one, Anthony Bourdain. I know. Uh, you know, I was like, he was in a Netflix documentary. I think it was like a psychedelic one or something like that, but he was an interview. Dave Chappelle has a bit on him. Mm-hmm. Where he was like, how could somebody with such an interesting, fascinating life, it's just crazy. It just goes to show you that we really don't know what's going on inside somebody's mind. It's you so may true. be happy on the outside, but mm-hmm. you never know. It's just no. crazy. It is. It is. And, you know, just going back to what you were saying about like mm. the dollar bills earlier, like it does at the end of the day, it doesn't buy you happiness no matter yeah. what. Like, you know, like he, he lived obviously a tortured life and, and all the money he was making and all the traveling he got to do. It just yeah. wasn't. But he's such an, he was such an art. It's weird to say was for a prolific guy like him. I know. It's just weird to like settle in that like sense of finality sets in kind of thing. And you have to come to terms with the fact that a a beloved figure, whoever that figure may be, Mm -hmm. is is gone. Which is like, yeah, it's just Mm -hmm. really articulate, fascinating guy with just a great grasp of the English language who can just melt Um, words to fit a specific situation in such a beautiful way in like, his writing yeah. like oh my god kitchen confidential was one yeah. of the best books i've ever read yeah like, so the writing is phenomenal like i yeah. i say all the time god if i could only if i was only like one eighth as talented as like yeah. ordain like just yeah amazing, amazing man he was he was a giant he really was and yeah it's true it's 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 hard to think that he's not here anymore you know yeah larger than life within like the realm of food and even out of that you know even out of it like so many people knew of anthony like he was just just his ability to like i guess you could say be an orator 
just it's not many guys like that nobody's and nobody should like take up that show i think like yeah nobody. no that there was, was some talks about gordon ramsay but he was like no 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 like you know ramsay ramsay is great in his own right like yeah like, doing what he does i don't slamming tables and yelling at people <laughs> but there's a market in north that. america yeah. but you know what yeah. though in north america because because i'm a huge Gordon he's legit fan. yeah he's amazing um and if you follow i don't know if you follow british television at all but if no. you follow his his british series uh, like it, it, he's, he's still like Gordon Ramsay. Like yeah. he doesn't turn that off. Like he still swears and he's like, he says yeah. some things, but he, they sensationalize it so much more in North America. Like he's mm-hmm. not really that mean, you know? Yeah. Uh, he, yeah. Like seeing, seeing the British version of um, what was it? The restaurant, the, the kitchen kit, uh, hell's no, not hell's kitchen. He had that kitchen makeover one. Probably. Yeah. Kitchen, yeah, one of them. Hell's There's been kitchen. so many of them. I can't remember yeah. what it was called. Anyways, something uh, with the kitchen. Something with the kitchen where he hopefully was going into burning. restaurants. <laughs> he was hopefully going into restaurants. Yeah, hopefully and it's like, not infected, infested right? with friggin' germs or rats or whatever. <laughs> but like seeing the British, the UK version of that show, mm-hmm. and then seeing the North American version of that show, it was like two different Ramses. Like he, they, yeah. make, they make him out to be so much more monstrous here in North America. I guess because yeah. ratings. Well, that goes also back to, like, the fast food thing. We're, like, not civilized. And over in Rome, they still have, like, some sort of culture. Yeah. Food culture here. It's just like, ah, whatever. We'll play ball. (laughs) Yeah. It's just Anthony Bourdain, man. Well, I think Conan O'Brien has a show or took up his show a while Mm -hmm. ago, though. Mm -hmm. Like, not after he passed. Or maybe it was. I'm not sure. But he's doing that. But I don't think it's like the same or it's even picked yeah. up. Same I, just... Yeah. It can't be. Like he was He was very unique in his approach to. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because it was lot... like he, he talked politics without like talking politics, you know? Yeah. Like he would go into these like war-torn countries, for example. Yeah. And, and just break down the situation better yeah. than anybody on cable news. Yeah. Yeah. And like I'm not going to be – I'm going to be honest. I'm not like – I haven't seen every episode, but I'll I, like, you know, I'll go through the clips on YouTube and stuff mm-hmm. like that and just watch this guy interview people and also just like explore these countries. Yeah. And He's really and what, cool guy. And what was fascinating about him too, was he got started like much later on in life too. Like his, his yeah. success came like later on. Right. So yeah, well that just goes to show you that, you know, whatever you want to do, you can do it. That's right. Never, yeah. you know, don't put it, don't put an expiration date on it. Just because you hit a certain age doesn't mean you can't, you still yeah. can't achieve what your dream was. Right. Like one of my, one of my dearest friends, she finally published her cookbook. She's, you know, she's 53 years old and she's been dreaming about writing a cookbook her whole life and uh, yeah. she finally did it, you know? Yeah. So there you go. Like you can't. Yeah. Do can't you want to plug that or shout that out if you can? <laughs> I don't know how many people are going to listen to this. I'm not the biggest show, but like, I'm not the view or whatever. Uh, the book is called Baked by Baked. Susie Duragon. Trust me, I'm not baked right now as I'm talking. <laughs> I know I may sound it, but I'm not. I know. You know what? It's so funny that you said that because just today uh, on her Instagram, she was saying, she goes, I'm surprised nobody's reached out to me yet to, to ask me if there's a double meaning behind yeah. my title. <laughs> what kind of brownies are in that cookbook? Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, it might be a different spice or something. Uh, it's funny but you know what it's kind of it's it's um some special herbs it's a it's actually a great book it's very if you're if you're into nostalgia it's a lot of the old sort of nostalgic recipes that a lot of people um 
are familiar with. And, yeah. You know, like comfort stuff that's yeah. comforting. So. Yeah, it's just strange the way things like have been going with all this quarantine and I don't know. I don't know how this stuff is going to play out in terms of like opening back up again. I know. Well, Hopefully I will we're tell smarter you, over here. Yeah. I you know what? I I don't know. Like I kept see I kept seeing what was going on in Italy specifically mm-hmm. um just because I had a lot of I had a lot I have a lot of friends and family that were in the yeah. hot spot like in uh in the northern in the northern cities where it was like really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I kept saying to myself, like, you know what, we, we should learn from their example. Like we've seen what they've gone through and we should, we should know better and we should be following their lead. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just hope that Canadians are maybe smarter than people in the, you know, our Southern counterparts or whatever politically correct thing you want to say, but yeah. like, I hope we're we take this a bit more seriously and like, I'm not anti reopening. Like I, mm-hmm. I wish if, if this could all go away and poof back to normal, back to normal. Like, yeah. We need a game plan. I'm not anti reopening at all. I'm just mm-hmm. anti no game plan and running around like headless chickens, pretending like we know what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I know. Like that's the thing, right? It's like, have you really <laughs> thought this through? So hopefully like with the whole patio scene, maybe we'll have a cool patio summer scene. <laughs> if all things considered you should you know what i actually did have dinner out on a patio yesterday <gasps> i did how dare you i was you know what it was nice to be out again after like so yeah. many of, of not eating you know not going out to eat mm-hmm. um and it was an establishment that i know and i trust too like i wouldn't just go to any random place like I, i'm still yeah. not people you know? should be hesitant like you should yeah. be cautious just like Sanit- sanitary wise San- yes geez. back to like back again to my grammar this is like broken english jeez i'm like incompetent with this english i was like sounding german over here <laughs> yeah but did you see some of the stuff that they like outlawed or something like you can't sing at a patio i know which is dance I, or i don't understand like. that yeah like live live entertainment is not allowed yeah like um, which i don't gonna forget you're gonna like the virus is going to be like, oh, they're singing. Those yeah, I don't, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't get it. And I feel, and that that is really is really hard because I have a lot of friends who are in the music industry. Musicians. Yeah, I would not want to. And I'm like, you know what? These poor people, like, they're already struggling artists as it is. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah, and you're taking away whatever small ability they have to to make yeah. some kind of money this summer. Like, you know. Yeah. Also, like. You're telling me you can't find a workaround around that, like making those social distancing circles or something, outdoor venues, things like that. You can't encourage, I don't know. It's just, I don't, yeah. I, everything's you know, backwards I, I, kind of thing. It Especially with those, pro, with all the protesting going on, you know, I understand the cause 100%. Absolutely, Gross what happened. But, I get it 100%. But mm-hmm. what was fascinating to see is like, um, Dr. Tam was like, oh, if everyone's, if everyone's just wearing masks, then it's it's fine mm-hmm. but it's like these people are shoulder to shoulder yeah um, so how thousands of people in the streets it's like does the virus know that it's just they're protesting yeah first of all she's lost a lot of credibility as a leader and all that stuff just with like this and that but mm-hmm. it's just everything's backwards not to say that the cause is not important because somebody oh no not at all yeah don't misconstrue this i'm just mm-hmm. a goon with a mic whatever <laughs> yeah it's just like everything's backwards 
no singing and dancing. Yeah, I, also, like, I don't do get want? it. Like, me, you think like I'm me... gonna be dancing at Dairy Queen? Also, I know, like, right? Like, I don't know. And who's and... making that bill? Like the Emperor of No Fun? <laughs> Friggin' toolboxes, honestly. Uh, yeah, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, fine, I can understand. Like concerts, no. Yeah. You know, outdoor music festivals. Don't go no. licking poles. Right, but yeah, yeah like I'm, everybody. I'm I'm on a patio that's already um you know like they've they've already spaced the table mm. a safe distance apart and I'm nowhere near the next person. Yeah. What what harm is there if somebody all the way on the other end is strumming a guitar and entertaining us? Yeah. Yeah, eat. I don't know. Emperors of no fun. That's yeah. Who, yeah. Who like? I, when they're writing all the laws down or whatever bylaws or whatever the term is, who cares? Not who cares, but yeah. 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 Let's be real here. <laughs> I, it's been 54 minutes into this. Who, <laughs> the English language does not matter at this point, but it's like, who's writing this stuff down? You know, just like, okay, no singing, no dancing. You can, you can do a pirouette, but not too fast. Yeah. Like, yeah. You can yeah. sing, but only jazz music. <laughs> You know nobody's listening to that, so let them sing that. It's crazy. I don't know. It's just weird. There's been very weird, like, bylaws and exemptions and exceptions throughout, like, this whole time. Like, in California or something, they're like, you can go to the beach, but you can't park your car. Yeah. So it's like, you're just going to walk there and stuff. And also, there's this story about, like, a guy, I think, in Florida or somewhere where there's an ocean. Um, Mm -hmm. He was going out paddleboarding like far out into the ocean. And then I think the Coast Guard or somebody, somebody snitched on him and he got picked up. It's like that guy was closer to friggin' the coral reef than he was to humans. Then he was I, I saw that on Andrew Schultz. Shout out to that guy, mm-hmm. that comedian. Really funny guy. I don't want to take credit for this because I didn't say that. <laughs> Not that clever. But but it's true though. Like really, yeah. you know, he was what, miles and miles away from other people. Yeah. So really... It's like you can't be in a park, but you can be in a grocery store or something. It's, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's all very. Or you can uh, be in a liquor store. That's the best one. <laughs> or the best is now that marijuana and all that stuff is essential. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Canada, if there's an issue of like arresting people for just smoking some weed and now it's an essential service, but people are still in jail because yeah. of that. That's a weird mm-hmm. one. Yeah. But also, it's like I don't know the facts. So, yeah. What do, as a as a, a, I'm sure as a food blogger, wine connoisseur, what what was your take on like opening or leaving LCBO open? Um, you know what i i I don't think it's a necessity. I'm not gonna lie, mm-hmm. but it's nice that we still had access to you know. Um, to being able to go buy wine or whatever mm. other spirits. Uh, yeah, you know. that's a weird term, spirits. <laughs> what, what, like, did I go out and buy? Did I go out and buy more wine as a result of COVID? No. Um, you know, I, I don't. Maybe, a, but at the same time, it's like would people go insane if there wasn't access to it? I don't you know. know. Kind of need to mellow out with a nice merlot or something. <laughs> Something. I'm more of a rosé kind of guy. Rosé? <laughs> is it white? I don't know. I don't drink. Uh, yeah, Clearly, it's, it's a bit 15, bizarre. So. <laughs> yeah, I'd be uh, yeah. questioning it if Who's you did. Who's listening to this? 
<laughs> a friggin' emperor of no fun, maybe. So the I'm emperor gonna, of no fun. I'm so be careful. You may yeah. get you may get fined yeah. by the emperor of no fun. <laughs> yeah, I do not support alcoholism. If the emperor of no fun is listening to this, I do not. I'm not into that. Leave me oh alone my with my mic, <laughs> my computer. I have a makeshift setup right now. This is like the most basic studio thing ever. I have my earbuds, my mic, mm-hmm. just this backdrop that doesn't exist. <laughs> and then that's it you that was funny your arms yeah. were like completely cut off yeah when did that. That was i funny. just get lost in the abyss i feel like that's what everyone's doing in quarantine they just get lost in their own thoughts <laughs> i gotta get me one of those fun backgrounds yeah. you're just going zoom virtual setting yeah I mean, i'm going through zoom studios so shout out those guys what's that zoom stock i missed out oh on my it. gosh i know right gosh i wish i would have yeah invested in some of that because yeah. that's yeah. gone through the roof right now unfortunately i invested all my money into delta airlines so <laughs> i thought I'll, it was promised there oh man <laughs> yeah and and the restaurant industry too i put a lot of my money there and now i'm I've got no oh. more money to invest that's you know what there I must feel- be one person out there that was like oh bro trust me delta airlines nobody's buying delta united next one up and then this head and boom yeah i know I told you, bro. Yeah, That's I don't know. nuts. That's nuts. Somebody followed a day trader account on Instagram thinking they were Warren Buffett and then. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. Strange times. I don't know. It, it is. It is. Maybe I need some of that red velvet cake from Tuesday and I'll calm down. <laughs> Maybe I was going too hard on the baking community. There you go. You know, it's not that bad. <laughs> What's your favorite kind of cake in all like in all seriousness? Like you know what? I uh I'm a big fan of the tiramisu. I'm I, yeah. it, has my, it has my it has, you know, a couple of my favorite elements in there. It's got coffee, it's got chocolate, it's you got know, oxygen, it's, chocolate. it's got nitrogen, it's got fluorine or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Puns. So it's um that that one's probably one of my favorites. And because it's not overly sweet, and also because it requires technically no baking. Like yeah. it's uh I'm incompetent in the kitchen. I couldn't tell you. So you could have said that was tiramisu. You just got some like mud from the grass, you know, (laughs) mud from the field. And I would have been like, okay. I think you'd notice if you were, I don't know, three months in a house, you start to disassociate things. Mud pile cake. (laughs) I don't know. It's just, I, I like ice cream cake ice cream cake but at the same time it's like it's not cake it's just ice cream that you took out of a box and that's like formed yeah (laughs) just like you made a nice swan out of ice cream it's true it's like it's not a cake but if you want it to be it can be a cake (laughs) silly times i don't know it's just like have you i had i had a sandwich today i had southeast sandwiches i don't mm-hmm. know if you've heard of those i've guys. heard of them i have yet yeah. to go and try they're on yeah. my list of places to try yeah interesting fusion of flavor shout out to those guys maybe they'll come mm-hmm. on the podcast or whatever I'm, I'm pretty incompetent with food so maybe that's not the best idea <laughs> hey you want to talk about sandwiches for an hour i can barely use an oven so <laughs> Well, I don't Let's think you need an oven for a sandwich, right? Exactly. See, I know an oven for a Unless sandwich. Unless they're too. making some crazy sandwiches. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe you're putting like some lasagna in the sandwich or like triple decker this, diabetes that. Oh, God. Enough to knock out an elephant. I don't know. 
What's in that sandwich? Some capicolo, yeah. gabagool, or whatever it's called. Gabagool. You watch Sopranos <laughs> that's like for the one Sopranos. episode. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say that's like the Sopranos pronunciation. Yeah, they have the Sopranos has like their own dictionary. I was watching a YouTube video on that. Like they oh, have really? their own phrases. Yeah, oh. I wonder like the what the trend was of people saying like Omaron after that show came out. <laughs> you know what that'd be interesting to to go back like if we can get a poll from like the italian italian canadian or italian north america bureau of tv shows i don't know yeah i don't know but that was very like new york italian american yeah nobody says that yeah they're like they're like even the whole like um ragu thing uh yeah you know gravy they call it gravy like I'm like, to me, gravy's like the brown stuff that you make from meat drippings. And yeah. Sauce. yeah. It's not, gravy is not my Sunday sauce. Like, it. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's so, so weird how, like, there's different, like, cultural dialects and their own subculture of words and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's the one thing about Italy. You can go to some parts, it sounds like they're speaking an alien language. Oh, it's crazy. Some, like some it's of like, the dialects are like, whoa. What did you get picked up by a UFO or something? I know. It's Hit crazy. In the head I was with like, a rock dropped as a kid. Like, it, what are you saying? Some of them are like, yeah, really. I don't understand. Like, it, they sound like a foreign language. Like, yeah. it's like this, this, this is not in any way resemble Italian. Yeah. Maybe I'm speaking that language with my grammar. <laughs> I can't. It's weird how you can start to miss school. I, you know what? I, I can yeah. see that because I after... spend some time criticizing the education system. Now it's like, bring me back. I know. I think everybody's longing for, for um, a lot of the things they didn't think they would miss. Yeah. During this time. Right. Yeah. It's strange. It's weird. Doesn't make sense. I see my brother a lot. Not a bad thing. <laughs> I'm kidding. But, uh, no, it's some things are good, like being with family and all that jazz, you know, that fun stuff. But at the same time, yeah. it's like you miss friends, you miss human contact, anything. Yeah. Being able to talk too. to somebody at s- less than six feet distance without being yeah. paranoid. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Just ugh, bizarre. Yeah. Bizarre. I don't know. Jenny, we've been going for an hour and four minutes. Do you want to do more? Do you, what do you want to I, do? You know what? I uh, I don't want to hold you hostage here. I'm like, no, you're not holding me hostage. It's been a it's been an awesome conversation. It's up yeah. to you. Whatever, we can carry on or we can carry on. You know what? <laughs> I don't know. With that headset, you could be. It looks like you're talking to like some intelligence agencies. <laughs> you might think I'm keeping you hostage or something. No. Jeez, I have to listen to this 15 year old kid. No, not at all. Are you kidding? Well, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, this is not our first conversation. Yeah, from uh, tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah. Good old wordplay on the name. Yeah. No, it is. Yeah, I don't want a generic name. I like it a lot because, you know what, it's, uh, it it says a lot without, in three words, you know? Yeah. I, I also don't want it to be like the, my name show. You know what I'm yeah, saying? The, yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. The Julian no, it's talk it's, show. I, I feel podcast. like I feel like it'll always be relevant. Like, yeah. Well, like I don't know. I I look at some of the names, and not to throw shade on anybody or stuff like that, but I look some at some of the names, and there needs to be like some longevity in the name, and that was kind of what I was going for. Not to toot my own mm-hmm. horn, but I am kind of a marketing genius. So, <laughs> I'm kidding. 
you I'm should be kidding. on Instagram influencing. Yeah, people. influencing people. How to <laughs> that like it takes the joy out of like com- uh, doing these podcasts, just trying to promote it on Instagram. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. I post clips there and daily content or whatever. Mm-hmm. Whenever I hear daily content, it's like, oh, it's the death of creativity. Yeah, no, it's true. And you know what? I um I've 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 kind of like resigned myself to the fact that you know what some days I won't be able to put anything out there. Yeah, like, I try. Well, I see some I of really your stories do. like in a day, and by the time you're done the story, you've put on more. You've hustled in that 24 hours more than I've put <laughs> on my story in friggin' two years. Uh, but it comes, yeah. it comes in waves, right? Like there's, you know, yeah. there's days where I'm like, you know, there are weeks like where, you know, go by, we'll, well, I'll like have one story all week long. Yeah. It's just, you know what, it's what, again, I don't want to, I, I kind of just want to put what I feel is relevant, you know, yeah. like I, I don't think people need the play by play of, or the minute by minute of what yeah. every day. Like, yeah. Well, like even with my, even with like moving forward, I took a couple weeks off just because things were like weird and crazy. So mm-hmm. I was just like, you know what, when my urge for this comes back, I'll, I'll start hustling back on it again. But it's like, I have to schedule Monday, Wednesday, Saturday episode. That sucks. Why? Yeah. I've done, I've already put out three episodes this week, but I don't have a schedule for it. It's just been yeah, back to back to back. It's just the way it, it's. If it's I'm going to drop this whenever I feel like it. Like and yeah, if you're yeah. with that, then you're with that. And if you're not, then. Mm-hmm. what can I do well that's the yeah exactly yeah. and then again that's the, the sort of the genuine organic nature of it right yeah so. I'll just drop an episode an episode will come out within the week more mm-hmm. than likely but like at the same time I'm just gonna take my time with it and see what happens that's it just enjoy it yeah just you know smell the roses realize <laughs> that my fart smell humble myself <laughs> and keep it going it's already dark out, cheese. I was I when know. we started this conversation. It, it was, was like, it was bright. It was bright. It was nice. It was hopeful outside, and now it's now it's dark. <laughs> Which means I'm gonna have to put my kids to bed soon. So. Yeah. Oh boy. Just play the just play them this podcast, and I'm gonna be like, what the? Fuck? Yeah. Who needs a Nyquil? You can just, just give me this. Oh my gosh. Never mind. They'd probably love it. Cause really. Oh, you know what? They just love their like whatever. They're all into you know yeah the, the media the online stuff, stuff yeah. and the media, right? So yeah, I don't know. I'm trying not to sound out of touch. I need to really connect with that elementary school demographic because <laughs> that's really what I'm going for here. That's what I'm going for. The eights oh, and nine year olds, the ten year olds, ten year olds of the world. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> they really want to hear what I have to say. Those what my commentary on friggin' unboxing videos or oh my god TikTok or whatever I don't know I like TikTok it's an addicting app I have to get it's off um yeah you know what TikTok I'm like I it yeah it's a bit sketchy it's in waves for me right like there's there's days where I'll be like oh my god I'll I'll be like on it yeah I'm all over this sound yeah and yeah. then I'll, I'll go for like you know a couple weeks without even cracking yeah. the app open so. There's a lot of really silly content on it. Like I like the Barstool Sports TikTok. They post a lot of fun stuff. I, I genuinely like the Barstool Sports stuff. I think they're fun. I don't know if you know what that is. Just no, like, I don't know that one, but I'll yeah, I'll have just, to check it out. It's just an interesting TikTok account. It's their mm-hmm. media or sports media company or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. Okay, Jenny, I don't want right. to I don't want to hold you hostage. You got You're- stuff to do. Thank you so much, though. It was such a pleasure talking to you, Julian. And, yeah. uh, you know, anytime, anytime you want to have a conversation yeah. from yesterday, I'm getting Or tomorrow or today, <laughs> whatever. You know what? I have to say, 
none of my jokes bombed, which I appreciated. Thank you. Even you if they what? suck, <laughs> you let them go. It's like, you know what? You can, I'm going to let that, this kid. I'm going to let is, No, that is one of my, you need somebody. You, you like, I, I'm like that person that every You're a sitcom laugh track. I, that's it. I am. I'm like that. I, what, I'm that person that every comedian wants in their front row because yeah. I laugh at all the jokes. Yeah. That's if me. Amy Schumer had more fans like you. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Shout out to Amy Schumer. I'm just joking. She's an easy target. Uh, yeah. But no, thank you so much. It was great. And now uh, I'm going to, somebody's going to take this in like five years. Oh, what does he have to say on Amy Schumer? I, know. <laughs> I don't have anything against you, Amy. It was an easy joke. Oh my gosh. I think you're okay. I think yeah. you're okay. Don't, don't take it to heart. <laughs> Amy, we're cool. We're all good, Amy. We're all right, good. Jenny. Do you have all anything right. to shout out? No, just you know what? Thanks, and if anybody, if anybody is interested in in uh, sort of my food, uh, my food stories, yeah. I, uh, I'm Fables and Focaccia uh, on the web, and Food Fables on uh, the other social media that's out there. So yeah, and I'm announcing my own Instagram for quesadillas and toaster quesadillas. There you and go, and I will, I will take all you unhealthy eating habits and everything. <laughs> Shout out to that. It'll be up on my Instagram page soon. I'll tag that. I'll tag you, Jenny. Perfect. And we'll start a quesadilla wave. We'll be quesadilla influencers. It'll be the next thing that goes viral for sure. All right. Guys, if you listened up to this point, you truly are an emperor of fun. And if you're an emperor of no fun, go get a life. All right. Thank you, Jenny. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening.